mind. What's on your mind? Information. She's full of it. Things to do, places to visit, and the stories behind the people in our community. That's a lot of information. Throw in a little news and pop culture. That's too much information. You have TMI with Teresa. What have I told you about over here? TMI with Teresa. We're all guilty of TMI. TMI. Good morning and thank you so much for joining me for this week's edition of TMI with Teresa. Lots of exciting stuff. This past week or so, I've had the opportunity to talk to a couple of fun celebrities. So later on in the show, we are going to have Dr. Oz talking about the new season of his show, and he is going to give us the latest on a vaccine for COVID-19. In fact, he says that his show is the COVID-19 headquarters for all of the latest information. Also, we're going to talk to the CEO of Charlie Hustle and learn about how they are raising funds and trying to help families here in the Kansas City area who need help financially with their rent or with their mortgage. But first, I was super excited this week when I got to have Tamara Day. She came to our studios from HGTV's Bargain Mansions, and we talked all about how she got her TV show and uh, you know some affordable decorating ideas for people that are on a really tight budget and just all about her in general. I'm panicking right now. Why are you panicking? (laughs) Welcome, Tamara, to our studio. Good morning. How are you guys? We're great. We are fans of your show, and Rocket has even said on the air, Tamara, come into our studio. And now that you're here, he is like a little boy who is like talking to a girl for the first time. Well, the lady on TV is (laughs) sitting in your chair. And I'm like, wow. (laughs) And she's so pretty. (laughs) Here's what you need to look for, Tamara, is when Rocket's fingers start to go like this, he's really feeling nervous. (laughs) Really he starts to cross all his fingers. Rocky, I, you should be more intimidated by the fact that she uh, knows how to use a hammer. Oh, yeah. Power tools. She I, probably has done more manual labor in her life than you've done in, I mean, and, your and, hands are baby smooth like a baby's butt. Right, so. but I know that. And when I talked about your show, I thought that was so cool that the way you get in there and tear things down. And then I get the part that I love is I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a girl dad. And Aww. I love the part when you, like when you talk to your dad about how much you spent or you're spending. I'm thinking, has he ever said, woman, what are you doing? How much money are you going to spend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, definitely happened. He gives me a lot of grief about the budgets, but it usually works out. How did like growing up, did you and your dad just, you know, do th- projects together? How did all that come about with him helping you? Well, you know, I'm I'm the oldest of four and we grew up on a farm. And so it was kind of more of like we're all working all the time just to take care of the house, right? right. Like take care of the farm. You've got trees to plant. You got animals, whatever. It's got to get done. You got to figure it out. So it wasn't something where they'd call somebody to have help. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, the the fridge broke. Now we got to call somebody. It's the fridge broke. Fix it. Get one of the kids on it right <laughs> away. Figure out how to fix it. You know, you're, you need your oil changed. Figure it out. I love what you do to the history of Kansas City with these older homes. Uh, especially when you do, I love the parts where you do the, here's the first half, the budget for the first half and the second half. That's got to be taking so much. How long does it take to do one house? Oh, goodness. We work on um, a house. It usually is six months-ish, depending. That seems wow. really fast. It's very fast to, for a big house. Yeah, to yes. renovate a home. That's mm-hmm. insane. And you, one of your shows, Bargain Mansions, 
What are some bargaining tips that you have for keeping things to a budget? Well, you know, going into it and knowing what you've spent on the house starting with, that's the biggest budget breaker most people make when they're buying a house to flip is buying at too high of a price and not leaving enough margin to do the work that needs to be done. And then also making sure that you have the financing to back you up, you know, having a company, local company like James B. Nutter to help you out with the financing and knowing that you're safeguarded with that capital to be able to finish the project, having a budget set out at the beginning saying, you know, I know I need to have electrical, I need to have plumbing, HVACs, the boring stuff nobody really wants to do, but you have to do. Mm-hmm. Knowing how much that costs at the beginning leaves you with an amount knowing I can splurge here, I can splurge there. And does your passion carry over into your own home or do you want to leave your work and just relax at home? How many unfinished projects do you have in your own home right now? Do you see the the tile dust in my hair this morning? (laughs) (laughs) We're doing my bathroom right now, my closet right now, my backyard, my deck. Yeah. Wow. All all the windows. Do you, like how long have you lived in your home? Do you move around a lot and and flip houses or do you just like to remodel your own house a lot? You know, I think about moving all the time. Every house I finish, I'm like, ooh, we could, and then we don't. You stay put. (laughs) Yeah. I've always wondered that too. Like, how do you not just buy everything that you remodel? I usually think, uh, how far is the drive to school? That's a really good good way to think about it. (laughs) Remember earlier I told you that I, you know, I'm a girl dad Mm -hmm. and I see this when I watch the show and I see your dad, you can tell he just adores you, but it's like, he comes to work and he's got his tool belt and his just rough, rough jeans and boots. And you have on like thousand dollar boots and nice clothes. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) I have my Amazon jeans, my, my old beat up boots. They're the same ones all the time. We're talking to you, Tamara Day. Um, Do you get your kids involved? in projects? Oh, all the time. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see my daughter was painting with me, what, two nights ago? And we're in the closet. I'm like, hey, we got to get this done before the tile starts going in in the morning. So (laughs) here we go. So yeah, they are always involved. We actually have a couple people on the text line. This one says, oh my God, please tell Tamara. Janae loves her and misses her. I used to serve at the country club. Her family are members at. Seriously, one of the best families ever. Hmm. And then Danielle says she would really love for you to redo Sour Castle in KCK. I'm not familiar with that. I'm not either. What is that? Oh man, she's not the only one wanting me to do this castle. (laughs) There's like a movement. Oh, (laughs) really? This big old house. um, I don't remember what the address is, but it's a big old true castle here in Kansas City. Oh, wow. And it's been owned by a family for generations, as far as I understand. And it's just been let go for a really long time. It's on the auction block right now. Are you seriously considering? I don't think I can get it done in time. Like it's the, the amount of, it has really been let go. And okay. so I don't know. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> what other, are there it's other places? Daydream. Like what other dreams that, you know, when you drive around Kansas city and you see places, mm. even if you couldn't actually buy it, what would you love to get your hands on? Oh gosh, there's so many of them. You know, there was one um, that went on the auction block a couple of years ago, right across from the Nelson Atkins. And it was this massive property. And I, I loved the concept of it, but I mean, it was probably 15,000 square feet. Oh, my gosh. You can't get that done in time for TV, right? Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How much time do do they allow you on TV, like, to finish a project? Oh, it, it really depends. It's it's more of a process and like how, how long each house takes, right? Like, so every project has elements that you see on TV and elements that you don't see on TV. So it's the TV time is relative to the house time. Are you normally working on several homes at one time? Yes. Yeah. 
Like yeah. how many like right now do you have any in the process? Because I know we, we have a new season on, that's on right now, right? Well, do you want to talk about how many client projects we have? Because we have the Grind Days Home Interior Design Business, and we have um, four full-time designers that work for me and help with client projects. So if you include the projects I'm working on, my own house projects, and the ones they're working on, we probably have... 30 projects going on right now. That's oh insane. That's a very, very busy. I like one project that stood out to me that you did. And I was like, oh, no, Tamara, what are you doing? And it was the it was the one that was by the kitchen. And you, you decided to go with a darker color in the room. And it turned out fabulous. Aww. You know which one I'm talking about? It was like almost like a maroon or red. You did it towards the end of the house. It's a gigantic house. You use house. a lot of color in your kitchens, I've noticed. Blues and yellows. and yeah. It turned out amazing. I was like, who would have even thought that would even look good? And it was fantastic. <laughs> I, I was guess like, that, yes. Is that the style now to have colored kitchen cabinets as opposed to white or black or even just stained? I've yeah. noticed you use a lot of color. I use a lot of color. I love color. I love feeling happy in a home, right? Like I want to go in and be like, wow, I feel good here whether that's a very comfortable Zen feeling or whether that's a bright and cheerful feeling. It's, it's just about how the house feels. And I feel like when I walk in the house, I know the vibe that it's giving off and I'm like, okay, this is a bright and colorful house, or this is a traditional house and just kind of the house tells me what it wants. I feel like you're really good at keeping things personal and perfect for the people that are going to live in the house, but it's also still nice. How do you find that combo between fancy and comfortable? Oh, goodness. Well, it's kind of my style, I think, is okay. like that's kind of my signature is that laid back luxe kind of feeling yeah. where it's I've got four kids, you know, we can't be that fancy, right? Yeah. Like, it's got to be comfortable. We I've got to be OK with them breaking things. It can't be perfect all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's got to feel that laid back back feeling. But at the same time, I want to be comfortable and enjoy what I've done, too. So having those pops of elements that are really great but keeping it casual at the same time. I love that. It's never like a museum where you'd be never. scared to walk in, but it's still just so nice and elevated. Mm-hmm. You're awesome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we just love you. Okay, so at this moment, I'm going to take a break to just refresh your memory on what's happening. I got to talk to Tamara Day from HDTV's Bargain Mansion. She's our local Kansas City celebrity here, and she came into our studio. We talked to her earlier this week, and uh, so, you know, we took a little break, went to commercial. Um, the reason in this past segment when she I asked her about the new season and new episodes, and she kind of acted like... She just got quiet. Well, what happened was we didn't know that very same day after, um, I believe it was later on the morning, like after nine o'clock, she was announcing that season three, which debuted this past spring and is over now, she was announcing that HGTV was adding an additional six hour long episodes to season three. And you can start watching those in November, but it was supposed to be a secret. And at the time that we were talking live on the air, she wasn't supposed to talk about it. (laughs) So she got confused and thought that's what I meant. And that I was sort of letting the cat out of the bag. So just wanted to explain that. And then also remind you that you can now see New episodes starting in November on HGTV Bargain Mansions. All right, so let's get back to the second half of our talk with Tamara Day. We have a guest in studio that's kind of stressing me out a little bit. And <laughs> then I was uh, I was talking to her and I asked her a question about a house that she worked on and she didn't have the answer. She didn't remember it. I'm sitting there going, oh my gosh, please tell me it's not a different show. That <laughs> I- oh, that <laughs> We're talking about Tamara Day from Bargain Mansions, our local celeb. She's in uh, in studio this morning making us all feel really bad about our houses. <laughs> Thank you for remembering that how I really was like about having a panic attack. The last four minutes of the interview, I'm just sitting there going, oh, my God, what did you do? 
waiting on the <laughs> listeners to text in and go, you dumbass, what did you do again? Yeah, we actually have a couple texts for you, Tamara, again. This first one just says, how do we hire you? <laughs> oh, well, you can go to my website, TamaraDay.com, and we have e-design. So if you're not local, we work on projects all across the country. Or locally, you can go into the Growing Days Home Store at 95th and Knoll, and we have designers on staff you can meet with. That's I, um, awesome. I was video, like I recorded on Instagram story one time when we were watching your show, and I tagged you, and I said, come to my house, please. And you uh, responded and said, anytime. And even though you don't know me personally, I'm going to take that as a contract. Um, (laughs) You can feature my house. You can flip it. You can do whatever. Just please fix it. (laughs) I said come to my house, too, and I got blocked. It was for different reasons. It was a little creepier. How how did you turn this love of what you do? How did you turn it into a show? What was that process? You know, that's um, a little bit of luck, a little bit of being prepared and meeting the right person at the right time. So Matt Antrim, my executive producer, um, we met through a random series of events and he said, well, what do you do? And I told him about it and he's like, I want to make a TV show about it. And I said, okay, how much will that cost? (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Um, On the text line, this person says it's so cute every time you say, isn't that fun? And they make a drinking game out of it when they watch the TV show. That's so cute. Or amazing. You can add that into the mix. Amazing. Amazing. Way too Which one do you think is safer? Drink for isn't that fun or amazing? Isn't that fun. Okay. (laughs) Safer. (laughs) So also, um, Tara from Olathe on the text line says, uh, it's me. I have to be honest. It's It's me. Do you have a favorite grayish? Grayish. Looking for a good... Like a gray beige. I'm looking for a neutral paint color right now, Tamara. Let's be honest. Okay. So for a living room. For a living room? What other colors are in the room? There's none right now. We had a flood. They ripped Ooh. up our whole... We have a California a split. Yeah, mm-hmm. we had a big flood. We have a California split and our living room is the basement and it's nothing right now. Oh, we goodness. can do anything we want. Anything you want? Yeah. And you want to just go beige, gray. That's what I'm thinking. Do you think I should go sassy? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> she likes color. Yeah. What color like, goes good on. with deer antlers? Because yeah. they have yeah. a lot of those. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I, I've, I've played this game before. Okay. So what about like a Revere Pewter? Oh. That's a good one. It's a good neutral. Goes with everything. Amazing gray. That's another okay. really nice one. Um, if you want a little pop, like a tiny pop, Silver Strand. It's okay. got a little bit of gray, a little bit of blue to it, and it Ooh. goes with everything. Excuse me one second. I just need to write down this. I'm surprised you're not asking more questions about <laughs> baby nurseries. Tara is pregnant. Yes. Oh, yes. congratulations. I'm surprised you're not asking about that. Yeah. Do you have any recommendations for oh, baby nurseries? What's your style right now? What's the you new know, thing I'm a babyaholic. <laughs> Perfect. I see. I don't know the gender yet. They're supposed to call oh. me sometime this week. Oh, my gosh. So I don't know... Is there a good um, neutral color for babies or should I wait for the gender? Wait for the gender. If you're finding out, find out. Yes. And then we'll go on all in. Okay. Wallpaper 100%. for sure. Oh. Wallpaper for sure. On every wall or like a one wallpaper wall? Oh, what's the room? Does it have peaked ceilings? No. Flat, flat boring flat ceiling. ceilings. Okay. So it's all about the light fixture. We got to find you like okay. Killer light fixture, and then a fun wallpaper. You could just do one wall behind the crib, okay, or you could do the whole room depending on the paper. Okay, so yeah. wallpaper really is a thing. It's back in style oh, now, isn't that it? That scares me because it's so hard to redo if you decide you want to change. You just put more up. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is awesome. Stack it on. <laughs> What's wow. the problem, people? <laughs> So what if, like, let's say someone just needs to make a change, but they have a very tiny budget. What's the most affordable thing 
to switch up your house? Like I've heard lighting is a pretty easy thing to do. Lighting is a really easy thing to do. You know, finding a great light, you can find an old light down like West Bottoms and have it refurbished. You can have it rewired and use something like that and save a lot of money. Or you can find exactly what you want. I like to say you splurge on certain things. So a light fixture is something I splurge on almost always. That's super cool. It's the one thing in the room that is attached to the room that really is the jewelry, right? Like okay. That's, that's the really great necklace that you're wearing, right? So you want to go all in on the necklace. But you can paint the walls for very inexpensive. Trim work is so easy to do. Like that's one of those things. You can buy a one-by-two for really cheap and do a lot with a few one-by-twos and paint. And so. would you make darker trim or like what's in style? Because I have had sort of off-white trim and I'm so mm-hmm. bored with it. And I want to make it darker and maybe make other things lighter. Okay. So if it's like a wainscoting kind of room, like a beadboard or board and batten kind of trim work, you can go for color. Like make it fun, like a navy or that deep dark green we were talking about a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. Something that kind of pops with a light color on the wall, upper wall or color on the wall. Like it's really fun. I love this. I feel like she gives us permission to just have fun. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like Enjoy it's, your space. It's your own home. Yeah. Why not? Um, we have somebody on the text line that says, Tamara, this is the Australian gal that took care of you at IV Nutrition now. I miss seeing you. I'm back there now and would love to see you for a relaxation bag of goodness. Ooh, well, <laughs> nice tis the season too, right? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever gone back to somebody's house? Because this is the way my crazy brain thinks. Uh, when you show the house and it's finally done and it's just like perfect, right? Mm-hmm. And then you go back to the per- somebody that has a house and it's kind of messy like most people in the real world. How do you keep a house that perfect? I mean, if you walked in, there's like shoes on the floor, kids have toys yeah. everywhere. Have you gone back and seen that? Well, you know, that's life, right? Yeah. Like that's how we, that's how I live. I have four kids. There's <laughs> shoes everywhere. No, <laughs> yeah, we love to kick them off the moment we walk in the door. They live downstairs. All the shoes do. All the shoes. <laughs> All what, did, over. what did you say earlier about your kids and seeing the houses on TV? Oh, goodness. My kids love to say, mom, why don't you make our house look as nice as the ones you do on TV? And I'm like, well, because you live here. <laughs> do you ever, like, no joke, whenever you have company over for the first time, do you feel a little pressure? Like they're expecting oh, sure. to see these model homes and, you know, you're a real person. I'm a real person with real children that live in my house and, and 20 neighbor kids too, right? Like it's a, oh, you're that it's house. a village. Yeah. We're that house. You're that house. It's yes. a village in our house. And so it's just... I think actually it makes people feel more comfortable. I think there's probably anxiety coming over expecting that it's going to be stiff or perfect. And it's just not. We're not perfect. We've got, we've got our messes everywhere, right? So yeah. I think people are more comfortable when it isn't perfect. And that's the beauty of that laid back luxe style. Um, on the text line, it's asking if you have any tips for painting over paneling. Okay, sand. Get lots of sanding blocks. Sand it down, sand it down, and then sand it down. And then start priming. Sand it one more time. Yes. Prime it, paint it. Yes. I'm just going to move. That sounds like a lot of work. That does sound like a lot of sanding. Right. Let's talk again real quick about your businesses so people yeah. can get a hold of you real fast. Yes. Okay. So Growing Days is my business name. So that comes from my four children. My last name is Day. I am Growing Four Days. Cute. And um, we have Growing Days Home, our retail store at 95th and Knoll. We have Growing Days Design, which is our design service, and Growing Days eDesign. And then, of course, TamaraDay.com to when do find you us sleep? there. And Bargain Mansions. On oh, ACTV. I get to do that? <laughs> you told me I could sleep. <laughs> he doesn't understand. That's a mom thing. We don't sleep rocket at all, yes. ever, ever. Yes. Well, it's been so nice getting to talk to you and meet you in person. Thanks for coming well. into the studio. Thank Seriously, you. thank you so much for coming in. Absolutely. Happy to be here. Huge fan. Sorry if I embarrass myself, but I'm used to it. So. Not one bit. All right, thanks. <laughs>
And again, brand new episodes of Bargain Mansions. It's part of season three, but they've added an additional six hour long episodes. You can see Tamara Day on HGTV starting in November. All right. Up next, we're going to talk to Dr. Oz. We actually had an opportunity. Um, this was already recorded during the week. But um, just to kind of explain, you'll hear in the conversation, um, he picks up and says, hey, me too on the East Coast. That's in reference to uh, right before we went on the air, uh, we were sort of talking off air about how the air quality was bad at the time of this interview because of all the fires on the West Coast and it had actually reached here. And then that's what he's talking about is that they were so bad that the smoke and just the bad air quality had reached him in New York as well. All right. Uh, we've all been waiting on this one. Yes, we're very excited to welcome our next guest to the show. Uh, season 12 of his show started this week. You can see it every morning at 9 o'clock here in Kansas City on KNBC Channel 9. I'm talking about Dr. Oz and the Dr. Oz Show. Good, Good morning. morning. Good morning, my friends. How are you? I, I know it, it's, it's hurting us here in the East Coast as well. And I was talking to, LA, to an L.A. station yesterday, and they have all these small little particles in the air there that are really causing issues. So you got that plus COVID. It's like the locusts are coming next. It's crazy. Know, as, a, as a doctor, how, how are you? Because I know you're still a licensed working doctor and being there in New York. I mean, was this just a whole crazy summer for you? Are you exhausted? It was the most difficult time of my life. Uh, it's it, it, not just because of the work that was required, but also because of the emotional tension of seeing people that you know get sick and uh, and the hospitals overwhelming stuff you never thought you'd see. They, the good news is we weathered it, and I, you know, I, I, despite all the things you read in the media, uh, you get incredibly proud when you see frontline workers showing up every day, uh, and you know, not getting any credit, just sort of going there, doing their job, uh, and uh, and then just returning the next day. And many of them had to had to, had to live away from their families because they had people who were vulnerable during the period. So we, we you know, we had a a very uplifting uh, summer because the case load in this part of the country went down. And now I'm back in the studio now, I mean, which I never would have imagined even three, four months ago. Mm-hmm. But we've been able to get the buildings to change the air purification techniques. The, the air in my studio gets cleaned seven times an hour. Wow. wow. We need that in our studio. Yeah, we do. I know. I was, that's what I'm telling you. All my radio friends, because I, I love radio. I, I used to host Oprah's radio show for years. I always tell people, if you're interested in television, host radio, because that's real practice, because you can't distract people with visuals. You've got to just talk to them. <laughs> but uh, most radio studios are sort of small, cramped places. So you know, that's a recipe for a problem if someone walks in there with COVID-19. But if you're outdoors or if you're getting good at you know, clean the air well, I mean, pretty much any building I think would be safe to go into these days, especially with the case numbers dropping daily. Now, I know that you, uh, you, you've you been doing radio. You know, you know what it's like in here. Uh, any any advice on how we should handle t- you know, we just found out a couple of days ago that our very own Tara is pregnant with a child. And, and we, with, with a, a baby, child. With a baby. But, but, <laughs> but, but, but we want to know, doctor, what can we do to keep it safe for Tara? You know, I was talking to the White House task force members this week on the show, and I was asking him, sort of, give me the basics. I mean, there's, I know there's hundreds of things we could do. What really matters? And they said masks and social distancing, which means you can't have any super spreader places. You know, you can't go into a small, unventilated, crowded facility because you just can't screen that many people. And it's too, too much of a risk that just one out of the 50 people in the room might be ill. Um, the good news, as you know, is that pregnant women don't seem to be as badly hurt by this virus as, for example, the influenza hurts them. It, the infants, the babies, they really got away with it, with COVID-19, because they're very, very rarely impacted. They might get infected. They might even spread the infection, but children don't seem to pay a, a health risk, like, for example, influenza creates. I mean, influenza take, took more children's lives uh, last year than COVID-19 did. 
And you said you're in these all new studios in New York City. What can we expect this season from you with everything going on in the world right now? Well, with that question, we become the COVID-19 headquarters. That I, I pledge I'll keep doing that because, you know, everyone comes and talks to us and we try to triangulate it. So if you want to know if the vaccine's coming soon, I mean, I have all the vaccine folks. I have a pretty good idea when it'll be here. By the way, I think we'll have an answer uh, by early November about whether we have a functional vaccine because one of the trials will finish enrollment this week. That for 30,000 people will have gotten the shot or a placebo. And so that's all good news. And China, by the way, just started, they gave hundreds of thousands of healthcare workers, they just told us, uh, vaccines uh, over the past few weeks. So they're already starting to immunize their population with their vaccine. So we'll see something in this country and everyone in Kansas City is going to eventually get uh, protected if they wish. Not everyone is going to get the vaccine. I already respect that. But uh, but that's a theme that we'll be talking about a lot because you know people don't trust the system. They're very dubious about what they're being told, which I completely respect. The, the goal for me is to get them comfortable so they can make a wise decision that's best for their family. We're also going to deal a lot with health disparity issues because I, I didn't realize this until COVID-19 hit us. because I, I mean, I knew there was a difference between the quality of care that black and white Americans got, but I didn't realize how big a difference it was. And uh, I, you know, I've had more and more uh, bits of data come my way. I just learned, for example, that you know, black infants are twice as, much, as likely to die as white infants, but the chance of their dying drops in half if they have a black doctor versus a white doctor. And this is stuff that is stunning to me as, as it is to my brethren in medicine, because we never thought about racism in healthcare. But it's something that's sort of subtle. It's, it's a blind spot, and we got to deal with it. It's better for everybody. It's the right thing to do. So these are the topics we're getting into. Plus, you know, the usual true crime and, um, and you know, celebrity interviews. So these are, you know, fascinating people with stories that they're willing to talk about. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's some heavy stuff. Yeah, but you know, you have a new episode every day, so you definitely have to go through a lot of things and have different new shows all the time. So good for you. You guys do a really good job. Season 12 debuted this week, so you can see all new stuff here in Kansas City of the Dr. Oz Show that is every weekday morning on KNBC at 9 o'clock. Uh, happy belated 60th birthday. Congrats on your star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And um, thanks so much for taking the time to call our show, Dr. Oz. God bless. I look forward to visiting in person with your Cleared Up radio station. You got it. By the way, man, don't, don't take this wrong, but Dan, you look good. Yeah, you do. <laughs> have a good one. Sometimes I get a good feeling. Teresa, do we have Mr. Hustle on the phone? We do. Uh, some people refer to him as Chase Magnolty, but I'm sure you could call him Mr. The Hustle. We have Mr. The Hustle? <laughs> are, are you kidding me? Is Mr. Hustle on the phone? Good morning, Chase. Do people know you have a real name or do they call you Charlie Hustle? <laughs> I don't know, really. Yeah, but... That's okay. You can call me whatever you want. <laughs> well, we're happy to have you on the show this morning. And we are, you know, this is normally when we do a segment, what we call Good Feeling, where we just shed, um, we spread uh, good news stories, things that make you feel good, and giving back to the community and local companies that take care of people in Kansas City gives us a good feeling. And we're really excited to talk about what you're doing, your 1K for KC. Can you explain? Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, I was. I was actually taking a break uh, with the in-laws up in Omaha, Nebraska, and you know uh, we have we have a 11 month old daughter at home, our first child, and we haven't slept. We have no babysitters, so we're like, let's let's take you know her up to grandma, and um, that's also a time for me to you know clear my head and and understand okay what's next. And I heard a story of a single mother with three kids. She had 54 dollars to her name. And she was going to be struggling to pay, was just laid off, was going to be struggling to pay her rent. And um, I just 
thought right then and there, like, I'm sure there's a lot of others uh, struggling during this time. Um, and we have a platform that can help uh, with that. Uh, I think we're, we're more than just t-shirts. So we like to at least seem like we are, but um, you know, I started doing some research. I looked at um, the average rental rate in Kansas city, which is a thousand dollars. And, you know, I, I reached out to a friend that runs our foundation and you know, she was in right away and we said, let's, let's, uh, help people during the holidays with this stuff. So we came up with 1K for KC and we're basically looking for families um, to nominate and directly match them up with sponsors. And we're asking those sponsors uh, for for $1,000 over three months during the holiday season. So November, December, January, we're looking for those sponsors to help pay, um, pay rent. That's awesome. uh, so families can focus on groceries, Christmas gifts, or just having a roof over their heads because you know there's some families facing a, a real threat of homelessness this holiday season and uh, that can't happen i love it dude that's I, why I, we're doing do you think that having a child is what made you really just wake up because you know by the way our very own tara announced yesterday on the radio that she's pregnant uh when my daughter was born awesome. it, cha- it changed my whole life do you feel that it changed your your baby changed your life oh absolutely it's a it's a whole new perspective and um it's it's the best thing ever it's the craziest thing ever but um, you know, you certainly uh, have a little bit more, a lot more purpose, that's for one, but uh, a little bit more compassion for uh, everybody else and the families out there, and especially during this holiday season that's coming up. So, Chase, real uh, quick, while we're talking about something a little bit more personal, I have to read you something from the text line, okay? You don't actually have okay. to do this. I just want to read it <laughs> because you're being supported. It says, I've known Chase since we were in elementary school. Ask him to sing for oh. you. No joke. This dude is legit. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, oh, I retired in elementary school, too. Oh. No. It was a short career. <laughs> I'll do a little something. Okay, right. I was yes. going to save you, but hey, if you're willing. <laughs> How about, uh, Mama told me there'll be days like this. There'll be days like this. My mama said... That's all I got. Wow. <laughs> that was really good. That was so good. That's awesome. It, those vocals need those vocals need some time to warm up in the morning, but well, I, I know. thought you sounded you know. great. Better than any of us in this studio, that's well, for well, sure. Like you said, having a new baby, you're not sleeping at all, yeah. are you? <laughs> But I just want to say thank you again on behalf of Kansas City that, uh, you know, I, I we talk about this. We've been here for a long time. And everywhere you travel around the country, nobody wears Kansas City like they wear Charlie Hustle. And you can tell the pride that we all have. And, uh, you know, on behalf of Kansas City, man, thank you for what you do because it does add that spark of happiness. And especially for the families and holidays, dude, we can't thank you enough. I think it's incredible. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, guys. I appreciate you sharing the message, too. I think it's important and just a fun thing to do. And right we will, yeah, it's the right thing. And and we love that since Kansas City has embraced your company, that you embrace them back by donating. You're always doing things to give back. But the actual website is 1k4kc.org. We're going to get this message out there. Okay, spell that out for me. It's the number one, <laughs> K, and then four, F-O-R-K-C. And that way you'll remember it'll be in your brain. Thanks for listening to TMI with Teresa. Production and voice imaging by DJ Sod and Connor Quinn. Get episode updates and read Teresa's blog at tmiwithteresa.com.